I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, March 3rd, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. $10 million, Peak Palace, for your fact of the day. $10 million is what Salesforce pays Matthew McConaughey, you know, the famous actor from Texas, per year to be a creative director and star in commercials. And this is all despite cutting 8,000 jobs this year, according to the Wall Street Journal. That is a lot of cash for a celebrity to be a creative advisor to a software company. Not just any software company, a software company that just helps salespeople do their jobs better. But you know, let's just do a thought experiment here. If the peak we're looking for a creative director, kind of who would it be? There's a few criteria that I've narrowed down. Well, one, they'd have to be Canadian. They should be a cultural icon. They should be pretty savvy about the news. So my short list, and we can always work around this, but it's Ryan Reynolds. He's got extensive branding experience with this. I think it's a gin company with the soccer team he owns in Wales. Lots of branding experience. We could also do Rachel McAdams. She's a Toronto native and I think current resident. We could look to the world of sport. Maybe somebody smart, you know, Harvard grad and Toronto Maple Leafs forward Alex Kerfoot. Lots and lots of options. The only problem is I can't seem to find where I last placed that $10 million. But Peak Pals, while we work through that, for our first story, calls for a public inquiry in today's episode. For our second story, getting to the bottom of UFOs. And for our last story, Indigo won't pay the ransom. For our first story, a parliamentary committee voted to call on the Prime Minister to open an independent public inquiry into foreign interference in the 2019 and 2021 elections. Now, to get started, let's just get you caught up on the topic. So, leaked CSIS documents obtained by the Globe and Mail allege China tried to manipulate certain electoral races in 2019 and 2021 to favor specific candidates, mostly liberal, but some conservative as well. And they wanted to reach their preferred outcome of a liberal minority government. CSIS reportedly warned the PM's office before the 2019 election over one of their candidates, Han Dong, being in cahoots with China. Now, Trudeau denies these claims. Trudeau has said a public inquiry is unnecessary, as a report by a panel of senior public servants already determined that China's interference did not sway the elections. Critics have argued the report did not go far enough and could be tainted by partisanship. But you really should care about this because a public inquiry, while that currently aligns with public sentiment, an Angus Reid poll suggests that two-thirds of Canadians suspect China attempted to interfere in recent elections. Over half feel it poses a threat to democracy and that the government should be doing more about just that. But Canada National Security Advisor said any inquiry would be limited in scope and usefulness due to the restrictions on public discussions of national security matters. And in the hearings yesterday, the head of CSIS agreed the elections weren't compromised. Now, to zoom out, between returning sneaky donations and taking down their TikToks, politicians are working to distance themselves from China right now. Though letting go of 880,000 followers can't be easy for Jagmeet saying it's pretty smart as we have a sneaking suspicion that this will be a big issue in the next election. For our second story, the chief science advisor of Canada wants to get to the bottom of all this UFO business, and I can't blame him. It's about time we figured out what the hell was going on up there. The arm's length government office has opened an investigation into quote-unquote unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, dubbed the Sky Canada Project. With the diligence of a first-year university student, it's thrown together a PowerPoint presentation and is asking agencies like the RCMP and the Canada Space Agency to give their input. 
Reporting to the Prime Minister and the Minister of Innovation, Science, and Industry, the science advisor's job is to offer impartial findings on scientific issues. Remember the mysterious flying object shot down over Yukon last month? Well, the government still doesn't know what that was. And even before that, Canada's biggest ally has been increasingly interested in UAPs because of other military encounters. In 2021, the U.S. Department of Defense declassified U.S. Navy videos showing UAPs doing things that pilots just couldn't explain, like rotating in the wind with no obvious means of propulsion. The Pentagon UAP task force briefed Canada's defense minister that same year, leading Manitoba MP Larry McGuire to call the science investors investigation. Commercial pilots see weird stuff all the time too. Sky Canada is likely to draw data from Transport Canada records, including reports from Air Canada, WestJet, Porter, and others. And it's not not about aliens, but Sky Canada isn't here to prove or deny the existence of extraterrestrial life. Its goal is to transparently gather information about potential national security issues with the hopes of squashing any blossoming conspiracy theories. Now, next, the feds will receive an internal report in the fall when a public version is expected in 2024. So stay tuned for that. Could be an exciting year. For our third story, if you've been waiting to order a copy of Prince Harry's memoir or various home goods or of questionable usefulness from Indigo, you're going to have to keep waiting. Here's what's going on right now. This is a crazy story. So Indigo, Canada's largest bookseller, has chosen not to pay a ransom to a group carrying out a month-long ransomware cyber attack, even as they threaten to leak breach-sensitive information about current and former employees onto the dark web. The attack was carried out using LockBit, a ransomware created by a hacker group of the same name. Now, since LockBit has ties to Russia, Indigo wants to avoid any money ending up in the hands of terrorists or organizations sanctioned by Canada. The attack has forced Indigo to take down its website and halt online ordering while also affecting its shipping services. The store has since launched a temporary browse-only site. Now, to zoom out... LockBit is no stranger to messing with Canadian companies. The group was responsible for nearly a quarter of all ransomware attacks in Canada last year, including an attack on, of all places, SickKids Hospital, which it actually later apologized for as it broke their code of conduct. Indigo is committed to fighting a long fight by not paying the ransom, like war and peace, long. In the UK, it took the Royal Mail six weeks to resume regular services after a LockBit attack, and even then, it may have ponied up a $40 million ransom. Here's the bottom line. If this can happen to Indigo, it can really happen to many companies. In 2021, almost one-fifth of Canadian businesses were impacted by cybersecurity incidences, and as criminals get more sophisticated personal data, vital services, and infrastructure are all at risk. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you so much, Peak Pals, and we will talk to you soon.